Welcome to Call Me Basic. My name is Jennifer and most people know me as MTL Jennifer from my social medias. Call Me Basic will let me talk about multiple talk topics from mental health to vacations. It will also let me talk about topics that need to be discussed in our world and I want to talk about. Enjoy this episode. Welcome to today's episode. I wanted to talk about why I started a podcast and why I decided to call me call me basic. And also, we have a guest on today's episode. He's one of my good friends. His name is Freddie. Where we talk about multiple things, the stupidest things that we see at the airport because we just see it all. So we're in for a great episode. So if you guys don't know, my name is Jennifer. I go by MTL Jennifer on my social medias. That's how most people know me. But I wanted to start a podcast because I just love the idea of being on on social media. Is that a weird thing to say? I just feel like there's so much that we can discuss and I'm very open on my life. I just love it all. So, um, so yeah, so I decided to start a podcast. If you guys follow me on Instagram at MTL Jennifer, you guys will know that I love talking about almost anything to, I am a very, very, very open person. Even on YouTube, I'm pretty open. So I just like the concept of how you can elaborate on podcasts and just talk about multiple things and not have to worry about everything that people think about you or anything. So that's why I decide to just do it like this and you guys can hear my voice and just ramble and listen to me randomly. So yeah, so that's that, and I just hope you guys love this podcast as much as I love doing it, and yeah, so this is my first podcast, so just elaborate with me because I feel like this might be all over the place, but it's okay. We live and learn somehow. So a lot of people on my social medias think that I'm very bougie and high maintenance, and there's a lot more to me than just that. So a lot of people think that of me, so I want to do something like, okay, people think this about me let me show them another way that not to think about me like that so I decided to do call me basic because I'm pretty basic yeah I do like high-end things and stuff like that but I am pretty basic I just think it's about knowing your worth and your standards at the end of the day but other than that I just feel like we need to just be more open and just know that we're all equal we're all human so that's completely okay and that's that And if people say that you're something that you're not, then within yourself, you know who you are. And that's all that matters because you believe in yourself. And as long as you have that down, I think everything else is okay. It's just about having that believe in yourself and not believing all the fake lives that we see on social media because there's so many like people that just put all the good things and they don't put any of the bad things so it's important that you keep only the good things and eliminate the bad things and that's how I look at it so just follow your dreams and yourself and everything will fall into place eventually and that is how I've been living for the last few months and it has been like the best time ever and I wouldn't regret it for one bit um So yeah, so I just think that it's important to have a conversation with yourself to know what you want and what you want to do and speak with yourself and just following what you want and not to get so caught up in everyone else's lives because once you do that, 
you can lose yourself completely and that's something you don't want at all. So just believe in yourself and everything will fall into place. And that's how I believe it. So Call Me Basic will be a podcast that we talk about multiple things from, it can be from mental health to vacations, like I said in the intro. Um, I want to be able to discuss about topics that are going on in the world that need to be discussed and have more of a voice for them. And just really talk about everything that needs to be talked about because a lot of people are scared to talk about them. And because I'm so open, I feel like we are allowed to talk about them and I will talk about them. And I'm grateful to have this platform where I'm able to do that. And yeah, so I'm going to be trying to put up an one episode a week. It's going to be on Fridays. Um, as most of you guys don't know, I am starting a full-time job on the 22nd. So... I am still going to start like my, I'm still going to continue my two week postings and everything. It's just going to be a lot of work, but I will for sure have one podcast a week. And yeah, as long as if I have one person listening, I'm going to keep doing it. And because I truly love it. So yes, so this is the podcast that you guys have signed up to. And now I'm going to invite my guest. His name is Freddie. I'm going to let him do his own intro because I don't need to make a huge intro for him. He's his own person. So yeah, so let's get into this intro. Okay, guys, so now I'm inviting my guest onto the podcast. His name is Freddie. We were pretty good friends, I would say. So what do you think about that, Freddie? Hello, everybody. Um, pretty good friend, yes, and uh, co-worker also, I believe. I mean, if we were still working, but that's another story. <laughs> Yeah, I know, with this whole COVID thing, shit is just going crazy and crazy, and, like, we're all losing our jobs while we're at it. Yeah, like, for our team and, and Montreal Underground Operation, like, we went from 900 people, and they kept only 200. And I'm, like, 565 in seniority, so I don't have a job for a while. So people, find me a job, please. But you see, what I find crazy is that, like, there's a lot of flying going back, like, this month, even next month, and they're, like, cutting and cutting, but do they even have the staff to do it? Because from what I know um, for for flying and stuff is that they, like, they're so desperate for flight attendants right now that they're, like, they're they're trying to draft people left and right because they don't have the, the amount of people to do it. So I don't get it how they're going to operate all this. For the next couple of months they're, they're gonna they're gonna be calling back before we know it yeah and especially because like everything in europe is going better now i'd say they're reopening their borders over there so and we're blessed in montreal to have a lot of uh, european routes so it's gonna start back soon i don't know when compared to let's say like vancouver that have more asian routes that asia is still more closed so on our side in Montreal, we got this chance. So there might be a... Hopefully, I'll call back soon. I hope. Because I love this job. Yeah, let's hope so. And it is what it is. For the meantime, we'll work somewhere else. And then eventually, we'll, we'll get back together. And it's actually quite funny because Freddie and I, we did not meet through our jobs. We actually met some other way. And do you want to explain the story, Freddie, since you were the one that found me? Yeah. Um, well... <laughs> I was uh, I was at the airport during a break and I was swiping on Bumble, and uh, as, as every time I see like um, a flight attendant profile, it's I always read it, you know, just because I want to know what they say if it's funny or not, or if they try to find a nice way to say oh they're flying around the world blah blah blah. 
So you had your Instagram on your page and I followed, I, I swiped yes on you, obviously. And then uh, I, I followed you on Instagram and every now and then you were posting stuff and I tried to reply or reply to your story. And it took a while, I guess I was trying to slide in the DMs and finally you answered my prayers. So I guess that's how we uh, we started. And then we realized it was just, oh, she's not just a flight attendant. She works for the same airline as I do. So I was like, oh, oh I'm going to do your flight. I'm going to mess it up. So you're going to be late and you're never going to go home. <laughs> and the worst part is she actually told me this. And then like we we never like bumped into each other at the airport. So one day I was at the airport and... I was waiting for my flight because my flight was delayed. And Fred and I were DMing each other, like we were talking as usual. And then he messages me, I see you. And me, I'm like, I never met this guy. I don't know who he is. Like, this is creepy. Like, he found me off a dating website. Like, this is so weird. So I was like, well, why didn't you just like come to see me? Like, we've been talking for like a month or so. Just come to see me. Like, duh. And he was like too shy to come and see me. So we actually never Honestly, met. Honestly, it was not just you. You were like six flight attendant talking and it was like a little bit, uh, for me, it was like too much to handle. <laughs> so I was, yes, I was shy. The thing is like, if I go to that, hey Jen, what's up? It's spread from Instagram and all the girls would be like, what the fuck is, oh, what the hell is this? Like, I don't know. I felt like weird a little bit and I just walked by and I was like, oh, hey, that's Jen. And I said, hey, you're sitting right there now. <laughs> I know. And like, I was like, and I, I looked at my phone and I was like, eh, what the hell? And then the other flight tens were like, what? Because if you guys don't know this, flight tens, they love to gossip. Like, I'm not part of this group, but they love gossiping about anything, everything that they can see, touch, or feel. Like, I, I'm not interested in this life. Like, I literally go to work, I work, and I leave. Like, the rest, not and for me. Trust me, the ramp guys, it's the same. Honestly, if if let's say a ramp guy is seen talking to either like a girl from sales or a flight attendant, everybody's gonna be like, "Oh, how do you know her? Did you sleep with her? Uh, how was the sex?" Like it's like, chill out, man. We're just like talking. We're just friends. We're coworkers, you know. Like it, I completely get you because even when I'm flying and let's say I'm working and a passenger keeps talking to me and flirting with me and whatever, they'll be like. Oh my god, so you like that guy? Oh my god, this, that, oh my god, he's flirting. Oh my god, like did he did he try to give you your number? And I'm like, girls, like chill. Like, I'm very social, you're very social, like we're just gonna have a great conversation when you can talk to people that are constantly social. That's how I see it. Just because you're talking to someone doesn't mean you're gonna go fuck with them that night. Like it just doesn't work like that. And it's it's but flight attendants, they love that gossip life and it's it's annoying, but it is what it is. So that day I was like, eh, like what the hell? And they were like, What, what, what? Like you tell me the gossip, tell me the juice and I'm like, No guys, like it's chill, like it's just one of my friends, like we were you know, it's just he saw me and I didn't see him and it's it's a coincidence. And that day, I don't know why, but like I decided to put on like red lipstick. I just my hair was like completely done right and whatever. So the air flight attendants were like, "Oh my god, like girl, you look so sexy today. Your your like your hair is done perfect. Your red lipstick, like your makeup's on point, like everything. You for sure want to go sleep with this guy tonight and everything." And I was like, "Yo, girl, like I didn't even know he was working. Like chill out, girls. Like it's not like that." You know, it's funny. Like one stupid story I have is. Like, I'm super friendly with everybody that I work with. Like, I don't care. So if 
there there's multiple people from sales that I talk with and some of the guys that I work with they are really shy around girl like incredibly shy so I'm just eating my lunch and they pass by the lunchroom and they see me so there's like two girls that come and hug me like hey Fred uh, when are we gonna go get another drink because we go have we're like a bunch of people that go for drinks and my two guys on my team they just looked at me like like a, a, a blank stare like oh my god you talk to those girls like what the hell and it's just like they're co-workers like I'm I need to know stuff from them to finish the flight they need like we're all working together we want to make the flight leave on time you know so I don't I don't care if you're a girl a guy flight attendant sales uh, uh, concierge whatever like anything a pilot we're all we're mechanic we're all working together I'm, I'm gonna talk to you if I need to and if we get together or whatever it's it is what it is you know like exactly and like- those guys were a little bit like wow you speak to girls i'm like um yeah yeah you see What's at the end that? of the day we're all there to work together it doesn't matter for a girl or guy like bi gay whatever we're all there we're all one we're all equal we're all gonna work together regardless of what people think of you that's just how i look at it but some people don't think like that and it this is why we have issues in the world today but I just think that like we we should all be friendly and respect one another. Like what my biggest thing is you respect me, I'll respect you. If you cannot respect me, don't even expect me to respect you because it, it's a two-way street. It's not just one way. We're, we're all equal. Yeah, exactly. And honestly, it's people and it's really doing the job that we do without talking to anybody. First of all, it's impossible. And second of all, you look like a douche because everybody, like flight attendants, are gonna say hello to you when you walked in or when you go by the bridge. Pilots, if you see them, they're gonna usually say hello. Uh, people from sales, they're gonna say hello. The fueler, the cargo guys, like if you don't say hello to people, well, you look like a like a douche. I don't know how to say it another way, but. Yeah. You're completely uh, right. I'm not the most social guy, but like everybody likes to talk to me and I, I like to talk to most of the people. So, yeah, 100%. I completely get you. And also, like, I just feel like, you know, like us as people, we see so many things at the airport that a lot of people don't see. Like, our lives are basically, we spend more time at the airport than we do at home. Especially for me, like, I spend more time in hotels when I was working than I would spend in my own bed. So we constantly live in airports and we see so much stupid things in airports that like sometimes you see something stupid and you're like, I have to go tell my coworker because am I just stupid just for thinking that? You know what I mean? Yeah, or just like I have so many like stories. It's not, it's, it could be stupid or, or funny or either like this guy is completely retarded or I hate, like there's one pilot that, um, I pretty much like everybody I work with, but there's this one guy, and I'm sorry to say it like this, uh, but he's a pilot, and he's from Toronto, and he's a little bit overweight, so his nickname that we have is uh, the fat guy from Toronto. Anyway, nobody likes him. Like, the flight attendant, they know who he is, and they don't like him. The ramp guys, they don't like him. Uh, the operation people, the management, they don't like him because he's, he's a big-ass douche. So there's this, like, everybody's boarded, everything is loaded, like, we're ready to go. And he steps out of the aircraft, he's like, oh, I'm hungry, I'm going to go eat. 
So he just walks out and he comes back like 45 minutes later. Like, okay, now, now we're good to go. And we're just like, what the hell? I, he had that. Um, because we get in trouble for being like two minutes late for closing the door. Imagine leaving to go get yeah, food. Yeah, I, I was calling like the operation. Like, well, the pilot just walked out and he told me he's going to get food. He's hungry. And they were like, what do you mean? I was like, oh, he just left the airport, the aircraft, and he went to go get some food. And he didn't go to the restaurant right next to this gate. He's somewhere else. I don't know where he is. They're like, well, what do you mean? They're like, what, what do you mean? What do you mean? Like, it is what it is. I don't know where he went. And they're like, uh, they, they sent a manager. And he's like, where's the pilot? I, like, I just told them he went to eat. And he came back like 45 minutes. So I like, anyway, so this guy, he has a couple of things here and there. And like, he had a sort of multiple reports and he doesn't work anymore. But it's not a big loss because he was... Uh, it was not really kind. Yeah, and I feel like crew like puts the impression usually on the passengers, and when you have good passengers, but that's when you see good things. But overall, I people are just. I feel like when people are in an airport, they think they're entitled because they're going on vacation and they want to have all that and everything. But it's not really like that. I just think that like when you're in an airport, you should still respect people and stuff. And it's just how I look at it. Like, I'll tell you the stupidest thing that happened to me. Like this happened like recently. This is before I got laid off. Like I, okay. So when I travel, I travel with like four bags. Okay. Because I'm gone for two weeks at a time. So I travel four bags. So I have my luggage, my computer bag, my lunch bag. And yeah. So whatever, I had the whole, all four, but my bags, they weigh at least a hundred pounds altogether. So trying to pull that in an airport in four inch heels, wearing your dress that goes on top of your knee and trying to walk all pretty is hard. So I go to Tim Hortons, I go get my iced coffee and you know where Montreal, you know like where the Tim Hortons is and then when there's like gate one, I believe, and then when you have to turn the corner. The, so the one at gate one. The one, the one in domestic. Yeah, the one at gate one. Yeah, the one at gate one. So I go get my iced coffee and I, you know like when you go to gate one and then you have to turn, there's like a bit of like a hill that you have to go down, there's like those metal plates on the floor. Yeah, then you go next to 47. Exactly. So I have my iced coffee and I'm walking, my bags are so heavy. And I like this guy at Tim Hortons was like so 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 cute. Okay, I didn't know who he was. Like I had no idea who he was. Nothing. So whenever I get my iced coffee and the line was too long for him, so he just like left. So I get my coffee, whatever, and I'm going, and I forgot that the metal plate was on the floor, and he was walking towards me, and I tripped on the metal plate. So my heel got caught between my luggage and the metal plate. <laughs> so I tripped, my iced coffee went all over the floor and I basically, I was like, oh my God. So he comes to me and he was like, are you okay? Like, do you need any help? I was like, no, no, it's fine. Like, I'll get someone to come and clean the floor. Like, I'm completely okay. Like, I, I was like, I'm just so embarrassed. Like, like, I didn't know what to say. So whenever I go to gate 50, uh, I go to gate 50, I get onto the aircraft. So I go, I go, I get on the aircraft and oh my god the most embarrassing thing happened to me so i'm during boarding i'm in the front with my in charge and we're talking and whatever he boards my flight <laughs> so he's in business class and he he was sitting at four delta and um he's in business class and my in charge is like oh my god do you know who that is and i was like no like i don't know who that is like is you, like i have no idea who that is we're gonna look up his name at the end but i'm pretty sure that's russell peters and I was like, I don't know. Who yeah, that I was is. like, who the fuck is? So who the whenever hell, we board the whole air, yeah. 
so I board whatever and and during boarding um he comes he like he went to the washroom but to go to the washroom you pass the flight attendants and he was like like are you okay like you sure like you didn't get hurt or anything I was like no no like I'm fine I was like I'm just really embarrassed like I pretend like you never saw this like don't tell your wife your kids don't tell anyone about this this is so embarrassing so um <laughs> so whatever we look up his name and it was Russell Peters and I had no idea who that was until I had to Google yeah. him and I found out he's a Canadian comedian. I, I just Google him now because he tell, you told me his name. <laughs> so I was so embarrassed and I was like, oh my God, never again. I got hurt. And then I was like, I just hate airports. I'm going to pretend like I'm going to look like a bum. I'm going to go to work not looking cute because it doesn't work because it's, it's horrible. And it's, I, I was so embarrassed. So, so, so embarrassed. At least he didn't like, Imagine he, he does a stand-up and he talks about this story about like, oh, I, I was once at the Montreal airport and I saw this flight attendant. She had like four bags and a coffee and she tripped. Like, <laughs> imagine what he goes. <laughs> it would be so hilarious. Imagine I go on YouTube and I'm like, that's me. Yeah, you go comment, hey, that's me. <laughs> oh my- that, that happened to me once. Um, well, not, not embarrassed, but I opened the door to go to the bridge and to go like talk to the pilot and they're starting boarding so it's first class and as i opened the door like i barged and i almost ran into this guy and it was bradley cooper and i just went like yeah and i just look up and like my mouth opened for like two seconds i looked at him oh and God. and then i was like oh i have to go see the pilot <laughs> i was like wow oh shit like oh it's like you know everybody knows bradley cooper and i was like oh shit. And then I go back and say, hey, okay, Bradley Cooper's on this flight. And he was like, oh, really? And then, anyway, it was just funny, but I looked so stupid because, first of all, I almost ran into him because I was not looking. I just opened the door and I walked straight towards the bridge, the, the gate. And I was like, oh, and I was like, oh, sorry. And I, oh, I, I, uh, hi. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, like, you don't realize that you get so like oh my god like that's a celebrity like oh my god they're on that flight oh my god this that you don't realize it until like it happens to you and you're like shit like did i just have that reaction like i can't really have that reaction you know yeah, what i mean it's like i can't it, even go back and apologize because i'm gonna look like a dumbass or something like that but i guess up to a certain level they, they can get used to it I don't know because they're still... oh for sure I'm sure they, they they're used to it by now. Do you know you know Sugar Sammy the, Sa- the, yes. the comedian? So he was on one of my uh, one yeah, of my yeah. flights that I did, but I've seen him in show and I've met him in person before. So I I saw him and I was like, hey, it's nice to have you fly on board on our flight. Uh, he was like, oh, thank you because like he, he felt and I was like, oh, I I went to see your show and we had like a chat for, for ten minutes. Like I was I remembered it like super vividly. And he was like, oh, yeah, it's possible. I'm nothing for him. So I, I, like, it's not like mean that I say I'm nothing for them, but they talk to so many people all the time because it's part of their job to meet meet fans or, and talk to them after their shows and stuff like that. That like, Unless there's really, really something major happening, they won't remember you. So I was just like, oh, well, I remember because I met... They, they see so many people that they don't really recognize you until you like they unless they you have a meaning in their life yeah pretty much and uh, uh or like the, the one time i don't know let's say you the first time that i was using uber so it's 
it was really in the beginning when it was still like in a really gray zone whether it was legal or not in montreal and you know i'm just talking and it's the second time i'm driving and this i, I was working at a bank and so the guy who's talking is uh he's driving he's like, oh he's a student he just finished his uh his um baccalaureate in uh finance i was like oh i work in a bank and uh i know like this guy he's uh he's like a director of one of those uh finance section Like, if you want to send me your CV, I'll send it to him. And then the guy, like, a month later, he has a job at the bank. Like, this random Uber driver, or for him, Uber passenger, got him his first job. So, you know, like, the, the Uber driver, they meet so many people, they don't remember everything. But I made sort of an impression because he has a job because of me, sort of. But for them as a celebrity, that they meet so many people, yeah, I sort of change his life in a certain way. Or well, I don't know, but like I'd like to think. Yeah, and that, that's the thing. Like you, you changed his life because he wasn't famous. He wasn't anything, but that. But when you meet a celebrity, they're kind. You're just kind of like another person to them because they meet multiple people a day. So you become almost nothing to them, and that that's what's sad because sometimes they treat you with no respect or anything. Yes, and honestly, for us. Uh, something I, I want to talk it's not everybody but um, like the ramp guys they are the ramp guys is the people um, who does everything on the outside so they load the baggages they unload the aircrafts the cargo they don't lose your bag it's important to say they don't lose your bag us we are unfortunately looked upon from by other people in the airport Sometimes flight attendants, they look at us like, oh, they're just the RAM guys. Or the pilots, they look at us like, oh, they're just the RAM guys. And whenever like I talk to people, what is it that you do? Oh, well, I, I take care of the loading, the offloading of aircraft. Gonna make sure that the weight is, is distributed in the right way. And they're just like, oh, so basically you just load bags and you lose bags and you break stuff. And it's like, no, like we do so much more. And honestly, we work outside whether it's in the winter uh when it's cold it's snow or in the summer when there's a thunderstorm or stuff like that we don't get enough credit and uh i'm gonna vouch for my people january 9th 2019 because i'm gonna remember at the airport because it's in the middle of a field and it was windy as hell it felt like minus 53 outside you know how cold this is minus 53 there's a passenger because we were getting warmed up inside. So the aircraft was waiting at the gate for like 10 minutes before it got parked. And I know this peop this guy just walked in. He's like, oh, you stupid guys, uh, you're, not, uh, you're not working. Uh, we had to wait 10 minutes. And I almost wanted to smash him and be like, yo, I've been outside for two hours. It's minus 53. Chill out or just come outside with us for two hours and you'll see it's not that. You know, we'll take this 10 minutes to warm up a little bit you piece of yeah anyway i was really mad dumb pilots they usually be like oh we don't care we're in the aircraft it's warm so you can warm up and like go warm up like it, like the passengers they only think unfortunately they mostly only think about themselves and they don't realize everything that happens behind the, the scene i feel like people think that they only think about themselves and that's why you need to have a lot of patience for what you do regularly and it's just people just think about getting somewhere safe and sound and not thinking about everything else that goes behind the scenes and everything yeah sometimes it happens there's delay on us on whoever it happens we're not perfect we're human we all make mistakes but when it comes to flying you cannot have a mistake because you're putting other people's lives exactly. at risk 
and you can't do that like you need to really be on top of everything know what you're doing and everything it's the same thing for us as in flight if something happens we have to make sure that we're following our we're following our uh, our manuals have nine nine thousand pages in them we have to make sure we know that manual in and out because if something goes wrong you need to, to be we're the one who's going to save you guys in 90 seconds exactly exactly you, you need to be on point you need to be on top of your things on top of your game on your point there's no but what ifs you need to be on top of it and just know what and that's how it should be but people don't think like that you just think about Good. like that it's like things that you see at the airport like do you, it's like you see kids so in from what i know airports they get cleaned every night okay but the thing is is if it gets but it's not a deep clean it's like a vacuum and mop like there's no deep cleaning in airports like they don't have time for that so like maybe i think now they're people, taking a little bit more precaution because of the covid since like march yeah, i guess but COVID. before yeah. that it was like you know like the, those zamboni thing like with the mop or like they just drive around like uh this and they clean the windows like every two or three days. I honestly, because I worked overnight, so I know what's happening overnight. And but it's still not like a deep clean that you're gonna do to your house every week. It's not the same thing. So it's like people when they see food fall on the floor and they say five seconds rule and they eat it. But you don't, you don't drag your kids in the airport. You don't fall food on the floor and eat it. Like it's just the stupidest things that you see at the airport and you were like, people need to have more common sense about everything that's going on. Especially with everything that's going on in the world, you would hope that people would have more common sense, but it's not really like that. So in an airport it's the same thing. Like you see the most randomest things at the airport. So Freddie, tell me what's your funniest story you've had at the airport or the weirdest thing, whatever you want. Honestly, I I have a lot of I'd say funny or weird story. Um, one of my favorite would be, um, so there's this flight with around 400 passengers on board and I go to close the door because we're all ready to go. And uh, the, the girl, the, the in charge, she just tells me, oh, we're waiting for one passenger. Like, okay. Usually, like, we're five minutes before departure. So usually everybody should be on board. Like, we were closed up, ready to go. Well, you're waiting. You're waiting for me to close the door so we can go. But we're still waiting for passengers. So like, what's happening? And then I hear, like, the pilot take, makes an announcement. And he goes, like, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. Um, we are all ready to go. Unfortunately, uh, one of the passengers forgot the, her passport at the bar. So she's on her way to get their passport, and she's going to be back. So if we're late, it's all her fault. So he said that, like, and I was, I started laughing. I was like, this guy is my new hero. He, he was not like trying to be politically correct or like, he, I could hear in his voice, he was pissed that we, was waiting, we were waiting for her. And then she walks in, everybody stares at her like, oh, you're the, the dumb one who forgot a passport at the bar. Uh, I'm, I'm almost crying with the girl at the, the, the flight attendant at the door. And I was like, "Are we good to go?" And or because I'm gonna start, I'm gonna burst into laughter in his face. And she, she just gave me the thumbs up, like, "Yeah." I was like, "Okay, have a nice flight." Pitch her out, like, whatever. We're waiting for her because she forgot her passport at the bar. She was getting too tipsy. I don't know, like. So now go. What's your craziest thing at the airport? Something you got in trouble for? Very funny. Say something that's oh, very funny. There's like a couple stories. Um, it happened to another company. So basically, they're doing a, a pushback. I didn't get into trouble for it, but 
it was funny. I was laughing at the other guy from the other company. So they're doing a pushback, and it's uh, it's at the horseshoe, you know, like uh, gate uh, 60, 56, uh, 58, 60, you know, this area. Like the, the airport, it looks like an horseshoe. Yeah, it's it's U.S. international. Anyway, so he, he has to push and then pull because they can't start their engine because it's going to blast the other gate. So they have to pull further. So the guy finishes to push and he presses the gas, but like his, his speed was not, uh, his, his gear was not in. So he, like the throttle goes to the max and then the gear kicks in. So it just went like, puck, like, like the, the tow bar just broke the wheel the nose gear like it didn't pull off and fell or anything but it broke like the way where it's hinged together and i hear that and i have my flight that's waiting to come next gate and it can't come because they're stuck there and my aircraft can't do a u-turn to go to another gate so i'm just sitting there for 45 minutes waiting what's gonna happen with them so another like i, I just finished like unfortunately some of our equipment is old and not all the time super reliable uh, and I'm using in the piece of it. I just finished my pushback. And as we're about to drive off from the taxi, so from in front of the aircraft with the engine running uh, to go back inside the gate where it's safe, the push tractor just dies. We can't crank it. We can't push it. We, well, it's heavy anyway. We can't push it. We can't do anything. So I, I go back on the headset, talk to them. I was like, sorry, the pushback just died. I just called the towing for it. <laughs> Basically, we're blocking traffic with our piece of equipment that broke down. It took five minutes for the, the towing to come. It's not so bad, but like three air, air, aircraft behind. And I'm just like, oh, I look like, like my hands. And after management comes up, hey, what happened there? The tractor broke down. What'd you do to it? First of all, I wasn't in the tractor. It's an old piece of equipment. Unfortunately, it happened that they break down. And it was just a small fix. It took two months at the shop to get this equipment fixed. It's not like, oh, just like switch one piece and that's it. It was a big ass problem. So they tried to blame me for that. And it was, hey, it's not me. You know, when you say, um, it, it didn't happen to me. You know, when you walk between 47 and one, like you said, those metal pieces where you fell earlier, you know, there's like bathroom and uh, there's a child or, um, mobility um, reduce mobility active bathroom there so yeah. apparently like one of our guy and one girl from cells were in there doing stuff and they got caught because there was a passenger that wanted to use it because he's a reduced mobility passenger and they didn't even lock the door like a bunch of idiots and they were doing it yeah. in there okay i feel like people have sex anywhere anywhere airports airplane bedroom car parks everywhere like don't you want some sense of privacy like i i don't get it honestly i know people like like some places where people take girls to do it at the airport but during the day like well evening like at 5 p.m it's like so stupid for sure or lock the door but anyway for sure somebody's gonna see you either walked in or walked out 
and you didn't even lock the door so they actually walked in right on you when there's other places to go i know maybe not at that time because it's peak hour mais c'est ça que je suis en train de dire like i just feel like people think that they it's okay to have sex anywhere you have a house you have an apartment you have wherever you're doing it for that if you want to have that intimacy moment but in airports where people are where there's so many kids all the time in airplanes where there's kids and babies they don't need to be around it what can happen is some of the people at the airport that does that at the airport or let's say a parking lot or whatever it's because they can't bring it home because they're cheating yeah but that's what i'm saying cheating is not i agree okay. i so agree but i'm just saying that cheating, i know that the guy from us he has a wife at home and he was caught with another girl in the bathroom at the airport so he can't be like oh i'm gonna just instead of having sex with her in the bathroom i'm just gonna go have sex with her in my house with my wife next to me you know like so for him i believe it would have been okay to have sex there because he, he doesn't have like the luxury of doing it at home but then again there's hotels yeah it, it's just it, it's effed up this can be a whole other conversation about cheating and online dating and all that nonsense it's i just find that people if you want to invite me for online dating i got beautiful stories also are you saying you're going to come back for another podcast I did you enjoy doing I, this? I, i like doing it and i wouldn't mind coming back if you want to uh if you tell find that i'm a boring guest or you have better guests then it's okay but if you want to do something about online dating i have nice stories and some that are linked to my job that's how we met Brian. yeah i know but <laughs> then again oh you know funny story when you did your um your uh, followers would i uh would i smash or not smash or pass follower i came up actually in that video and When I came up, I realized I have absolutely zero decent Instagram picture of myself. It's mostly actually pictures of the job, like with the the night skies, with the aircrafts or stuff like that. Or like you took a picture of me when we did the road the road trip. That the last picture that you post was like with my buddies. It was two years ago, and we were going to New York to see a football game. So that was the last picture of my face on Instagram. It's two years ago. It's incredible. Like I have other pictures, but it's not of me. And then you go on like, oh well, I can't really say smash or pass because he's my friend. And I was like, yeah, it's true. Honestly, I can't go and be like, oh, she's my friend. Do I want to smash her or would I pass? No, she's my friend. We're like, we're friends. Who cares? Like, yes, you're attractive, but it's not about like, oh, would I have sex with her or not? It's just she's my friend. It is what it is. If something's ha- happened, it would happen. But it's not. The goal of the relationship that we have—we're just like talking and busting each other's ball and laughing and sending memes and stuff like that, just like normal friends would do. It's not about oh, you talk to a girl, are you having sex with her? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like for us, it was just like an instant. Like we just like love to make fun of each other and all that, and it just happened to be like this. And if I go. The connection with we're working at the worst the same place we have stories to share like hey this happened today or i did your flight and i messed it up or if i ever do your flight and i see you can be sure i'm gonna break the aircraft so you're never gonna go back home or like i can laugh at you and be like that and you can go like oh 
well, if I see you, I'm going to have so much attitude to you and you're going to be like the most miserable Ram guy ever. Because, like, you know, it's we can laugh at it. And Exactly. And the fact that like we can have fun together, enjoy. And like if I went and do my smasher pass video and I say, oh, my God, like I want to pass or I want to smash him. Like it just it's not right. And I feel like it's all about having a respect boundary uh, within that. And I just can't do it to my friends. Like, I can't go on there and be like, smash or pass to someone that I'm friends with. Like, that's just breaking the respect that we have between each other. On the podcast, we're going to be starting this game called Assumptions About You That Aren't True. We're going to pick three, three assumptions that people think about you, whatever it is. And we're going to tell them the truth and break it to them that it's not all about that. Let's start with three of them, just because I'm the, I'm the host of this podcast and I feel like I have the right to start. So I'm going to set the record straight. A, people think that I have an OnlyFans account. So I don't know why. Just because I post sexy photos online does not mean I have an OnlyFans account. I think an OnlyFans, you can do you, boo, if you want to do that. But I will never do that. I actually have a blog post coming out next week, Tuesday, on this. But I will never have an OnlyFans account. I do not need my family or friends or future husband to see me on OnlyFans. You can go make that coin, but I will not do that. So that's one of mine. I don't think like you're that much in need of money, sort of, that you need to do that. I I don't care if some people do it, but I don't want like somebody that I know do that. I don't know how to say it. For sure. And I rather make my own money in a good way and not by doing that type of thing. Yes, I post sexy photos online, but I'm not naked. It's like seeing a girl in bikini on vacation. It's exactly the same thing. So I do not need an OnlyFans. If you're on vacation, you're wearing a bikini, you're going to have hella men staring at you because you have a nice body. So it's the same thing on Instagram. So what's the difference? There's no exactly. difference. I agree with you. That's just my opinion. So now Freddie is going to say one of his and then we'll rotate back and forth. So go right ahead, Freddie, say yours. Okay. So because uh, people think because I work for an airline, um, I travel for free. I, I know you know this one, right? Like we, we, we do have some travel benefits. I'm going two weeks in Europe. The flight is going to be a bit cheaper. Yes. But the exchange rate is the same, and the Canadian dollars is really bad towards Euro. The hotels, they're going to be the same price. The food is going to be the same price. The car that you rent is going to be the same price. The activities you do, it's going to be the same price. Not, hey, I work for an airline. Give me 50%, 60% off everything. So, yes, I'm going to save a couple hundred bucks on the flight. But accept that. Everything else is going to cost the same. I wanted to go to Hawaii because it's somewhere I want to go. And instead of, let's say, my two weeks for somebody normal, like who pays full flight tickets, it's going to cost them 6000 For me, it's going to cost me five. Well, I don't have 5000 like every two weeks to travel all the time, you know? So people think because you work for an airline, you travel for free. I guess for flight attendants, you, you travel for work. But it's for work, so you don't have necessarily time to enjoy the places. So you're not a tourist. You're there for a layover for 10 hours, 12 hours, and then you fly back the next day. So we don't travel for free. That's, that's completely true. A lot, of, a lot of people think that we, have channel, we travel for free, and that's constantly what we do. We, yes, we get a discount, but it's not free. And also, second of all, yes, I'm a flight attendant, and yes, 
I do travel a lot, but when I get to a hotel, I am tired. Like I was. You you, you just worked a six to eight hour on a flight with a bunch of passengers. With some something could have happened during. It could have been a bad flight because there was a lot of uh, turbulences or something like that. You know you. You, you you have and you have probably like 10 12 hours for before you start working again so you want to sleep the most of that you don't want to go party and then sleep two hours and then have another eight hour flights with another xy raison that could that something bad could happen and it could be another bad flight so my number two assumption is about me is people think that i'm a complete bitch and i am super fake I am actually the most down-to-earth person you'll meet. I am super easy going down-to-earth. The only thing I don't have is patience. I don't have patience for bullshit. And I think that most people shouldn't have patience for bullshit. But if you do, it's because you like drama. Um, so, yeah, I am not fake. I'm completely authentic. And I am true to who I am. I think Freddie can say that about me. Can I? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I... <laughs> Well, thank you. I, I like thank to, you for having my back. Hey, I got your back, girl. No, I'm just, I'm just joking. I, I, I like to, you know me. I like to, to crack jokes every now and then. It's true. You're, you're a down to hurt girl, and I don't know why people would assume this about you. Just because, I don't know. Just because you look like you, because you like to dress up, or I don't, not even dress up, but you like to take cute pictures. And you, you started your, your business, your online business. And I know you have another business that you're working on. And I'm not going to talk too much about it because it's not my business. But you're not fake or you're not a bitch. You set your goals and you're working towards it. And you've got determination and you do everything you can to get there. So it's nothing about being a bitch or fake. It's you're grinding to get your money. You're grinding to get where you are. And you're just going to keep on grinding to get further away. So what's your second assumption about you? Because I'm nice. I, I know it's stupid, like, but because I'm nice and because, like I, like I said earlier, I talk to everybody. So people think that I sleep with almost every girl at the airport. Like whether it's a flight attendant or whether it's a, it's a sales agent, but I've never been with somebody from work. It's just I am nice and I like to talk to people about everything, so it's... So just because you're very friendly, exactly. because you're very friendly, people think that you sleep yeah, around. Yeah, and that I have like a super game or whatever, like I just like to talk to people because like I said earlier, we're all co-workers, we're all working towards the single and it's way funnier and way easier to do it with good communication, with banter, with fun than just being a straight face and not even talk to each other and just do your stuff like in your little confinement walls or whatever like other people are like oh did you sleep with her did you sleep with her did you sleep no or i have a friend on facebook and every time i add a new a new girlfriend from the airport she's like oh so you slept with her I'm like no man i'm just just co-workers we're just friends you know i'm able to be friendly with everybody and i go have beers or drinks with co-workers whether it's guys or girl whether it's from the ramp whether it's from sales i never happened with flight yet i had the beer with the pilot once so you know it's just like i'm funny and i like to talk with people well i don't know if i'm funny but like i am nice but just because i'm nice it doesn't mean that i'm flirting with everybody i'm just it's just the way i am okay so my third obsession oh my god why can't i talk obsession. today what the You're hell my third is fucking up your language third Oops. Oh my god, I can't talk now. 
Assumption. Okay. Okay. So my third one Assumption. is again. Assumption. You know, like booty, hump the booty and shin. Ass hump shin. My third one is that people think that I am super tall because of my photos. I look super tall. I am actually only five four in real life. I am not that tall. I'm not like five eight, five nine, like people think I am. I'm only 5'4", I believe, or a little bit taller than 5'4", but I'm pretty short. For even a model, I'm short. But yeah, that's my third one and my last one that I didn't choose. So those three are my top three. What's your last one, Freddie? I sent Freddie the, the dialogue and I said, okay, so this is the ID that I have for my podcast because it's my first one. I just want to do it freelance. I really wanted to go like really not have a, a script to it, but just kind of like have like a backup just in case. And I wanted to introduce this game guideline. I wanted to introduce this game to the podcast. And I told Freddie yesterday, like, make sure you have three of them because these are my three. And he comes to the podcast, not ready. Yeah. I think I should fire him and he should never be my co-host on this podcast. You're never going to be my co-host ever again. You're never going to be back on this podcast because I don't like you. Yeah. <laughs> then again, here I am supporting my I'm friend joking. on a project. <laughs> and I can say assumption without fucking it up 25 times. Okay, if I come back as a guest for, let's say, the online dating podcast, then I need to have three more assumptions. Fucking hell. Are you going to have assumption every podcast for you? You have, like, this list of people that yeah, some... I will. Because I... As far as I know, <laughs> I don't have that much, unfortunately. I guess so, I'm too Freddie basic thinks he's for perfect you. and no one thinks anything. That's why my podcast is Call Me Basic. Duh. Okay, guys. So I hope you guys enjoyed my first podcast. And you guys will be back hopefully next week. <laughs> Thanks, Freddie. Hopefully you guys will be back next week for another podcast. I just want to say a huge thank you for Fre to Freddie to coming on my first podcast ever. And I hope you guys enjoyed. Would you do it again? Yes. Don't forget to click like, subscribe, and buy your merch. Oh no, wait, it's not it's not there yet. Go follow my girl, okay? On Instagram, or blog, or YouTube, or Jennifer Laugh Instagram, podcast Instagram. Don't swipe right on her on Tinder or Bumble. She's not for you. Give a thumbs up to the video. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast, and I'll be back next week with a new one. Bye, people.